three pro, 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 five pro. We ain't got it. Pro, 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 five pro. We ain't got it. Don't spend no money. Ain't got no clothes. Ain't got no cars. Ain't got no hoes. We pro, 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 five pro. We ain't got it. Pro, 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 five pro. We ain't got it. Got no money. Got no money. Ain't got no clothes. Got no clothes. Ain't got no car. Ain't got no car. Can't get no hoes. We pro, 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 pro. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Broadcast Podcast. I'm your host, Jam, and I am not in a good mood. So the intro skit um, was in, I don't want to say celebration because I'm pissed about it, but yeah, it's the first through the third of the month, so anyone who doesn't live with their mom knows that rent is due. I'm fucking broke. Don't invite me anywhere. Um, I actually don't want to go. It's not that I... I can't. Uh, well, yeah, I can't go, but it's not that I can't. I genuinely don't want to. I don't want to spend any more money. I'm sick of it. Um. Anyways, I know that it's taken me a couple of weeks to record, and I just have to say, like, my life has been one huge ball of stress since August. Um. Make a long story short, it's just been... It's just been stress. Everywhere I, I turn, it's stress. So, like, where I'm at mentally is just in a place to minimize my stress as much as possible. I can't argue with anybody right now because I don't have the best temper. You guys probably already know that about me. If you know me personally, you definitely know that about me. But I don't have the best temper. Um, and I just have way too much going on. And I would probably kill someone if I got into an argument with them. So, I'm just not going to. Um, <clears throat> but how are you guys doing? It's not like you can answer. <laughs> um, I do have a positive note though. So you guys know that I started smoking recently, like literally a couple months ago and I know how to roll blunts now. Like I'm officially a bad bitch. So if I ever... Um, liked a man enough, I guess I could finally post some pick me shit like, oh, come home, babe. I have your blunts rolled and your PlayStation already turned on and your dick already sucked. And it's just dumb shit that bitches say on Twitter that means nothing. (laughs) But anyways, I can roll blunts now and they're beautiful. I also wanted to touch on something recent that I've been doing is just literally tooting my own horn and I want everyone to do it with me so I either post a selfie or if I'm going out um which I'm not going to because I'm broke but I either post my pics and say you know you guys are so blessed to look at me and I'm so fine and I dead ass mean that and let me tell you why like growing up a little bit about me backstory um I grew up in Connecticut up north, dark skin was not celebrated um, when I was growing up. And I don't know if it is now because I haven't been home since I left. But growing up, it was hell. I was called all types of names. Um, my dark skin was made fun of. It was basically considered the worst thing possible to be dark skin when I was growing up. So I never felt the love. And I grew up in a household where... I wasn't always told that I was beautiful. I wasn't complimented a lot. It was more so um, 
you know, my grandmother just kind of kept it pushing. Like, it was kind of like, oh, well, I just figured you already knew that. How the fuck would I know that? But anyways, so it wasn't until I came to Atlanta and started getting just stopped in the middle of the street, literally, um, asking where I was from, what I was, which I hate that question, like, what are you? But people were saying, like, your skin is so beautiful. What? Where are you from? What are you? What nationality are you? Where are your people from? It's just so everything. So, boom, fast forward, I really started believing that my dark skin was something to celebrate and something to be um, very, very proud of and more proud to have it. And over time, you know, over the years, like, it became something that um, the media and society welcomed and almost praised at this point like every rapper was referring to Kelly Rowland in their raps and being dark-skinned was just amazing so fast forward now to me two months away from being 30 it's like a whole nother level of arrogance that just comes one day like one day you just wake up and you're like I am literally the shit like right now Fupa and all, if I never get a flat stomach, I'm still fine as fuck and I can still take your dad. But you literally just wake up and you just have this sense of awareness that you just know who you are and how blessed everyone around you is that they get to know you. And I think that everyone should feel like that. So I want you guys to practice tooting your own horn. Um, People... Some people, like, think that I'm joking, and they laugh along with it or whatever. And, you know, I don't want to come off as arrogant, just, like, bitchy, and I'm just so vain and this and that. But, no, like, I'm beautiful, and I don't care. Like, I know it. You guys know it. And now we know it together. So I think that everyone should adopt that. I think that you all should toot your own horn. I think you all should compliment yourselves. I think you should... Um. When you post your selfies, you should tell people how lucky they are. They get to look at you and all types of other cocky bullshit. Aside from that, um, just a little catch up on my life. I meant to come and tell you guys about my date situation. So a couple weeks ago, I want to say a couple weeks ago, I went on a date. Worst first date of my life. (laughs) Um, this guy, I will not name him, um, but he was not black. He was, I thought he was Puerto Rican because he's light. He's really, really light. He's actually Mexican, which the jokes just write themselves. Um, but anyways, this Spanish guy I met out and about on Peter Street of all places. I told him like, what the fuck are you doing down here anyways? And he's not, okay, so let me just paint the picture He's not Cap G Mexican. Like, Cap G is fine as shit. Like, I would totally have his babies. He's not Cap G Mexican. He is like, if fucking Steve Carell was Mexican. Like, just <laughs> that type of nigga. So, anyways, we were texting. He asked me out on a date. Like, we had kept in touch ever since we had met or whatever. Asked me out on a date. I went on the date, but it started off shaky because... He gave me a time and then he needed to switch the time. So he texted me and said he needed to switch. I said, okay, fine. But he just kept like texting me like status updates and it was really annoying. Like every hour I I felt like I was getting a status update or like a reminder of the time. Um, And it was really weird too. So like 
I was getting ready to leave out the house and I decided I wanted to change my shirt. Um, so it put me back like 10 or 15 minutes. And so I text him when I got in the car and put the address to the place in my GPS. I realized it was further than I thought. I thought it was just going to be like 20 minutes away. My GPS said 40 something minutes. So I was like, oh shit, let me text him. Um, it was maybe like 20 minutes before we were supposed to meet up or 30 minutes before. I said, I'm running behind maybe about 20 minutes or so. And he goes, okay, well, I'm here. No, yeah, like something like, okay, well, I'm here waiting on you. So I said, okay. Or he said, no, I'll be there in however many minutes. I said, okay, well, my GPS says 940. I think we agreed to meet at like 915 or something. I don't know. And he goes, well, I communicated 915 more than once. I said, I'm aware of that. I'm letting you know that I'm running late. Um, I just got in my car, but I'm on my way. So I'm driving. And then I get another text that says, if you need to reschedule, I understand. Piss me off. I'm already 15 minutes out. So I'm like, look, dude, if I wanted to reschedule, I would have just said that I'm on my way. Okay, well, I'm here. I said, again, you've mentioned that now for a third time. And then he goes, I just want you to know that I'll be here waiting on you. I never doubted that you would be like shut up okay so then I get to the date and he's like well no I text him when I went out the exit and he's like um texting me like parking directions like it's it's this parking deck and park over here and it's this it's the fourth floor and it's like I could figure it out like it says it all right there but I'm like okay cool and he's like let me know when you park so or, or let me know when you pull up so I'm like I'm literally at the light okay, well, I'm here. And it took everything in me not to turn around as I'm getting off the exit because it's like, if you tell me you're here one more time, like, I'm going to flip. So anyways, text him when I'm there. He's like, yeah, I wanna, uh, I, I, I'm in my car, so I'm going to come meet you. He came to meet me. He had a rose. It was really sweet. It was cute. But I was already pissed off from all the stuff that he was doing beforehand. And he made mention of it. He goes, yeah, I had this whole thing um, planned with the rose, if you had been here, um, something like, what the fuck were you going to do with the rose perform or something? Like, give me the goddamn rose. I'm here now. Like, I don't know what all that is for, but I was trying to still enjoy my night. It's Friday night. The place is stupid packed and we pass by bar seating. He's like, do you want to sit inside or outside? It's muggy. I have a makeup and a wig. What the fuck do you think? This is why I can't date non-black men, because a black man would have just known. So then we go to get a table, and of course, the outside has seating. The inside was packed. There was a birthday party. It was also Friday night, like I said. So we have a wait. So the server, super nice kid. You could tell that he was new. Um, and I am a person who has worked in the food industry, but not only that... Um, I'm just nice to servers, period, because I feel like they have a shitty job and their livelihood definitely depends on, like, if you like them enough or not to give them a decent tip. So the guy uh, says to us, you know, sorry, um, just, like, have a seat and we'll get a table cleaned off for you. We're slammed. And he runs off to, like, finish doing whatever he's doing. Like, he's busting tables, basically. So this asshole... <laughs> But my date, he like mumbles under his breath and he's like, well, yeah, we're sl you're slammed. It's Friday night. Like, what is it? His first day or something? And I'm like, maybe. Shit. I don't know. 
but you know, stop being a jerk. So he asked me a little backstory about me. Also, I don't like small talk. He asked me um, how work was. I said it was good. Um, he already knows that I sell cars. So I feel like if I say it was good, I feel like that's self-explanatory. But I said it was like, you know, it was a really good day. And he goes, oh, okay. So then five, maybe two minutes later, you know, I asked him about his. And he goes, um, oh, it was long. It was boring. And I don't want to talk about it. Okay, fine. So then he goes, so what was good about your day? <laughs> and I'm like, um, no one got on my nerves. I sold a car. Like, it's just a good day at work. And then he's like, oh, okay. Two minutes go by again. And he's like, so like walk me through, um, walk me through a good day at your job. And I'm like, what the fuck didn't you understand about my first response? Like, I don't know if it's just me, but this, I honestly cannot stand dating. And I feel like it's always, I feel like dating is just how you feel when you fill out uh, when you upload a resume and then you click the next screen and it says upload your employment history, it's like, what the fuck did I just do on the screen before that? Like, I hate dating. I hate it with the passion. That's why I usually take my exes back because I already know them. I, I just don't have time. So that was annoying. Um, and then we get seated and he's still being a weirdo and he's like, I'm like, oh, I want a, a Moscow Mule, and I wanted something else. And I was like, what do you get your shots with? You get, like, a double shot in your drinks or what? And he's like, no, that's 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 not that's not healthy. That's not good. <laughs> and I'm just looking at him like, mind you, I'm high as shit because he was getting on my nerves so bad I smoked on the way there. So I'm just looking at him laughing. And he's like, um, so I said, you know, well, I'm going to get – a Moscow Mule, probably. I never said anything about me getting a double shot. This motherfucker called me a lush. He was like, come on. I mean, you said you had a good day. Don't ruin it by, you know, lushing out. I said, excuse me? And he was like, you know, you're going to get all drunk and stuff. Bitch, I said a Moscow Mule. Like, shut the fuck up. It's it's literally a mixed drink. Like, it's not even that deep. And I, I immediately just felt like he was going to police me the whole night or act like my father or be one of those controlling niggas that you date that's like uh you know like telling you what to do or whatever so I was like um a double shot is not lushing it out like that's not getting drunk it's a drink like there there are drinks that come with double shots of liquor or drinks that come with two different liquors and you get a shot of each in one drink like shut up and then he's like um well, I mean, you can order if you want to. Sir, I definitely was going to. I'm I'm grown. Like, you weren't going to guilt trip me into getting a drink, especially th- what you're getting on my nerves. Like, I'm definitely going to drink. He orders a drink. I order a drink. We get our food. I order regular fries. Well, he suggested some jerk chicken egg roll shits that weren't even that good, but he made us get them. I ordered regular fries. He argued with me that sweet potato fries were better. I said, I hate sweet potato fries. He kept going on about how they're healthier for you and some shit about um, the carb count. Shit that I don't care about on a date, for one, and shit that no one cares about. If I say I'm getting some goddamn fries and I hate sweet potato, don't try to convince me to get sweet potato. I know that they're probably better and I've had them before and I don't want them. So shut up. <laughs> so we're on the uh, we're on the date. 
And it got good because my drink kicked in, um, which made me feel a lot better and more relaxed. And I think once he got food and a drink, he was actually a little bit chill. So we were talking. Excuse me. We were talking and having great conversation. Um, And then he ruined it again because when the server came, he, he said, what time do you have to go home? And I looked at my watch and it was 1051. We would probably been on the date for like an hour. <laughs> it was 10.51. So immediately I was like, oh, 11. And he was like, what? Like, that's early. I didn't have to be home at 11, but 11 was nine minutes away. So it was the safest bet for me. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I have a long day tomorrow, which I did. I had to work um, Saturdays in the car business. You work 12 hours. So I'm like, yeah, I have a 12-hour day tomorrow. And he goes, well, you've been selling cars for a few years now, so you should be used to it. First of all, regardless of the fact that I'm used to it or not, I'm not spending it on you, sir. Second of all, I have been doing this for a few years, so I know for sure that my body needs rest in order to enjoy a 12-hour day. Yeah, I can struggle through it and stay out all night and get drunk and then get up and go to work and work from 9 to 8 in the hot-ass sun with shitty, stupid-ass customers running around the goddamn parking lot. Sure, I could do that, but I don't want to. I had to argue with him for 10 minutes about that. And then this motherfucker pressures me to drink. I thought I was being a lush, sir. I mentioned a double shot and you had a whole fucking dare type of presentation about the dangers of alcoholism and how you're supposed to drink one ounce of alcohol every hour and drink water and this shut up and just let me enjoy my drinks but you wouldn't let me do that so I got my one little drink so I could speed this shit up and he's like order something else get some more those server comes ask me if we're good he's like well unless you want something else I had to tell him no I'm good six times before he kept saying no come on get another drink and then no I want to go home like you're annoying okay fine we finally leave And he uh, wanted to walk me to my car. And, um, you know, I let him walk me to my car. And I was going to be polite anyways and kiss him goodnight just because, like, he is really cute. And I did have a good, like, I did have a nice date. It was just our interaction was awkward. But, like, the place was nice. The rose was cute. And it was nice to just, like, kind of be taken out or whatever. And I felt, like, you know, like, good about that. So, I was still going to, like, give him a kiss goodbye just out of politeness. But he wanted to have a full-on, like, make-out session in the parking lot. And he was, like, grabbing me and, like, making noises while he's kissing. And I'm just like, get off. Like, it was so weird. It was so weird. Um, Long story short, I never saw him again. Um, He texted me after that. Um, and I kind of spazzed on him. So that's dead. Um, moving right along. Um, I say all that to say, I know what I want and I know what I don't want. And I definitely, I don't know. I I can't date a non-black man. Like there's just something about black men that I just gravitate to. I love whether they're right or wrong, like black men will always just hold this space in my heart that another race or another man from a different background could not hold a candle to a black man. Like me explaining to him why I got to wipe his white ass nose off every time he kisses me because my foundation is now on his face is annoying. Whereas (laughs) 
another brown skin face on my face is fine. It's a, it's just annoying. And um, he didn't understand a lot of my jokes, which really pissed me off. Like, <sighs> whew, I think that was more of a deal breaker than anything. Because every time I said something, this bitch would be like, well, yeah, well, what do you mean by that? I don't have time. I'm not giving you a soliloquy on my on my jokes. And that's the word of the day, soliloquy. So, um, you know what? I have been really triggered lately. And I know I'm talking a mile a minute, but I just really, today is like a vent episode. So if you guys just want to hear me vent, that's what today is. I'm sorry. I don't have anything of, sub- of, of substance to talk about because I've had such a shitty day that I just kind of need to talk. But anyways, um, I forgot what I was saying. Wow. (laughs) Holy shit. Oh, okay. So, if you guys have been watching Insecure, you already know. I have been triggered by Nathan. Nathan is Issa's new nigga, and... He is a fuck boy. I feel like he's hiding something. Um, he's cute. He's funny. He is cool. He has good taste in music. Whatever. Who cares? He disappeared. He ghosted her for a month. A month! Now, before the finale, when he said why he ghosted her, um, I was pissed. Once he explained why... My stupid toxic ass was less pissed and I was like, oh, I kind of get it. But no, I don't. Like, going back, ghosting is wrong. And there's a motherfucker right now that thinks he's ghosting me, but he's already blocked. So the joke is on him. Um, And it's really a shame because he has a really great dick. He has a nice face. We smoke blunts together and we just chill, watch movies. I watch him lose at Fortnite. It's cool, right? But no, he ghosted me on the premise of he didn't want a relationship. And this is actually the meat and potatoes of this episode. (sighs) Why is it that men assume that all women want a relationship with them? And I'll let you guys sit on that while I take a sip. So, I have been single since last December. I said that I was going to be single until this December, and so far I have been. So, anybody I've come across, I just like their company. So, if I like hanging out with you, I like your company, Um, the sex is great, we have mutual interests, it's really cool. Like, I don't mind seeing you often, I don't mind talking to you often. I don't really want to talk to you every day. I don't really want to see you every other day, like maybe like a two times a week, one time a week thing. Like I'm cool with that. I'm I'm okay. I'm not turning my back on niggas just because I want to stay single. And I'm not against getting into a relationship just because I want to stay single. I want to stay single and I've stayed single now for 11 months, but... Uh, Well, really 10. Well, I've stayed single now for 10 months. But if my next boyfriend or even my husband was to walk into my life now and present to me everything that I wanted and it just felt right, I would go with it for sure. I'm not pressed, though. So 
this happened to me twice. Twice. So the first guy, um, I won't name names. We'll just call him B. B is um, a fuck nigga uh, to the highest degree. And here's why. B was trying, well, B was talk. B got my friend's number the night that we met. He got my friend's number, but the shit bag in him wanted to get my contact somehow too. So he goes, yeah, why don't y'all just, why don't y'all follow me on Instagram? What's y'all IG? You clever little fucker. So you got her number. She has a boyfriend though. So it's not gonna happen. You got her number, seen me, got my IG, slid in the DMs. Clever. I gotta give it up to this kid. I think he's a Leo or a Gemini or some shit. Either either or, it fits. He might even be a Cancer, which I know nothing about because he moves like a Leo, acts like a Capricorn. Overall, piece of shit. <laughs> so, um, hit me up about coming to smoke with him and chill with him one day, like a couple weeks later. Um, and I'm like, after you completely kind of ignored me that night and bagged up my friend? I don't think so. And he's like, well, I mean... In my defense, she spoke to me first and I was just being polite, but I definitely noticed you and me and her haven't spoken and I haven't tried to speak to her like I want to talk to you. (sighs) The shit bagging me because he does have a really nice face. Um, He's not the finest nigga I've ever seen, but he's he's attractive. The shit bagging me goes, okay, fuck it. You guys know. Like, I'm trash. I tell you guys this all the time. Um, And we start hanging out. We have sex. It's fucking great. Um, And we talk consistent enough. Like, you know, like he's a good morning, beautiful, and how's your day going love type of guy. But... It I didn't I didn't take it anywhere else. Like I didn't take it to mean anything more than just like being cordial. So one day, like we go from talking like every day. So then one day I don't hear from him and I had like a shitty day at work and I hit him up and he read it, didn't respond. So I kind of snapped and was like, bro, like that's my biggest pet peeve. Like you fucking ignoring me. Like I don't like that shit. And he disappears for like four days. I'm confused. I hear nothing from him. Before this, he watches all my IG stuff, likes my pictures, texts me, all this stuff. So four days go by, nothing. And I find, and then he starts, um, that's what happened. He starts on the, like the fourth or fifth day, he just floods my page, like just watches every single IG story back to back to back. So I'm like, okay, it wasn't an accident. You weren't swiping and you just stumbled on my first one. Cause that usually happens. Like I'll stumble on the first one and be like, oh, exit. And I won't watch the rest of whoever I'm trying to ignore. And he watched all of my shit. So I text him and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and he's like, hey, how you doing? Or like just real regular. And I'm just like, where the fuck have you been? And he's just like, huh, LOL, you crazy. Something, something. He just basically breezed over it. Pissed me off. So then a couple more days go by and he finally tells me, that he ghosted me because I asked him relationship type stuff. What I asked this man was, did he have a girlfriend? And I only asked it twice. I asked him the first time because I was, uh, I think it was when I was at his house. 
and I noticed that he had two toothbrushes in his in his bathroom. Like men are really slick at hiding shit because my ex hid the fact that his bitch lived with him for a smooth while. Like I had a key to his place, the access code, the alarm code. I was walking his dog, like all types of shit. And this nigga hid <laughs> the fact that his girl lived there. So men are great at shit like that. So when I noticed the second toothbrush, I'm just like, okay, like if you got a girl. Here's my thing. If you have a girlfriend and I ask you about it and you tell me, yeah, at that point, it's my choice if I'm going to fuck with you or not. What I don't like is for a motherfucker to take that away from me and lie to me. And then now I'm just an unknown side chick. If you have a girlfriend and I choose to say that don't have shit to do with me, I'm still going to fuck with you. um, That's on me. So if she wants smoke, that's on me. If that makes me whatever, that's on me. But at the end of the day, it's on me. It's not your choice to take from me. So I asked him because I need to know, like, I'm in your crib and we're fucking whatever. Like, if I fall asleep or some shit, I need to know some bitch is not going to come beat me up, beat my ass up out of my sleep. Like, I just need to know, like, what's going on. So he said no. So then when he ghosted me, my friend was like, well, maybe you do got a girl and maybe she was out of town and she came home. And that's why he just stopped hitting you up. Like, maybe he just tried to fade it to the black or whatever, like. It was a one-time thing kind of thing. So I'm like, that's that's fine too. But again, just keep it real with me because I, I don't even have the energy to lie to niggas. One, I don't care enough. Two, I'm too arrogant to believe that they'll stop fucking with me. And three, I don't care. Back to, back to point one, I don't care. So I asked him again, like, do you have a girlfriend? Because you're acting weird. And he's like, no. And I already told, I already told you no. Okay, whatever. So when he ghosted me, he goes, you're asking me relationship type stuff. I started laughing because I'm like, what the hell did I, like, this is news to me. What did I ask you that was relationship based? Well, you asked me if I had a girlfriend more than once. Uh, Because you're being a dog ass nigga, like, duh. So then he goes, and I'm just not looking for a relationship because I won't be in Atlanta that long. And I think you're cool and I think you're great. Like, he, that's what made me ask him again because he called me amazing in a breath of fresh air. And then disappeared for four days. So I'm like, this nigga got to have a girlfriend. I don't know anybody who says all that shit and disappears. So I'm like, now at this point, I have to humble him. I don't like humbling people. I really don't enjoy it. Um, But I had to. And I just blurted out. I'm like, nigga, I don't want to even, I don't even want to be your girlfriend. Like, for one, did you ever ask me if I even was looking for a boyfriend? Like... I don't know what makes you think you're so special that you were the chosen one and I was just trying to cuff you. And I don't even want you, for one. Two, I never even said anything about girlfriend stuff. Like, <laughs> it was really crazy to me. And I feel like there's more men that feel that way. Like, if a woman is just simply nice to you or because I was really nice to him and it's like, I'm just a nice person and I'm an affectionate person. So, Whether I've known you for three weeks, three months, or three years, I'm affectionate. So if we're together and we're hanging out, I'm rubbing your head. I might give you a little massage. I like sucking dick. So the way that I give you head does not mean you're more special than you are. It just means your dick probably tastes really good. It's really big. I'm just really horny. It could be a multitude of reasons, my nigga. But don't ever think that I'm doing that because I like you or that it means something. 
it means nothing more than the fact that I want to suck your dick at the moment. So maybe that was it. Maybe I fucked him too good. I don't know. But <laughs> to pull the whole, I backed up because I felt like you were trying to boy by. I was not and I am not. And you're wrong. And I told him, like, you're definitely about to fuck whatever we got going on up because you're running from some shit that's not even there. So long story short, we we talked it out. I went and saw him, um, hung out again. Now, here's where it got weird, because the last time we hung out, he had to leave, and I was asleep, and he says to me, well, I have to go work for a couple hours. Um, it was late at night, so he's like, I have to go work for a couple hours, so, I mean, if you want to stay here, you can. What? <laughs> now, I could feel like that's some girlfriend shit, because it's like, why would you want a bitch in your house? that you're not fucking with like that, for one. For two, you don't know me well enough to leave me in your crib. Like, (laughs) I get it. My pussy is really good. I get it. I get it. I get it. I would want to come home to me sleeping in the bed, too. But my nigga, that is a move for niggas trying to move up with a woman. That's not some I'm not looking for a relationship type of move. So the mixed signals... And all the little bullshit, it was really, like, weird to me. So as much as I wanted to stay, because, like I said, I really enjoy being around this kid. He has, you know, good energy when I am around him. As much as I wanted to stay, I was like, no, I'm going to go home. And he asked me again, like, you sure? And it's like, what the fuck? Now you want me to stay? Like, if I was to suggest staying, you probably would have ran out of there so goddamn fast that you would have been like, oh, my God, you're trying to trap me. You're trying to marry me. You're trying to have my babies. I'm, I'm going to go home. So I did that, talked a couple days after. Guess what? This motherfucker ghosted me again. It is Wednesday. <laughs> I haven't talked to this bitch since Friday. And I honestly don't even care um, because we had the conversation and I said, if we're going to fuck with each other on any level, you can't be a trash ass nigga. Like, even if I'm just fucking you, you're not going to be a trash ass nigga. Like you're still going to be a decent human being because I'm going to treat you a certain kind of way. So it's like, for me, whether we fucking around friends, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever the case is, I'm going to treat you with a certain level of respect. I'm not going to, you know, do no wild shit. Like I would never ghost on somebody regardless of how, what type of level we deal with each other on. Like that's just basically the point I was trying to make. Like, you're not just going to treat me any old kind of way just because we're just fucking around. Like, because that's just not about to happen. I'm not that type of bitch. And he agreed. And he's like, you're right. I'll never do that again. And I promise. And this and that. And then the bitch disappears again for four more days. So at this point, I've blocked his number. Guess what he starts doing uh, a day ago? Running through my IG stories again. This nigga is the devil. (laughs) And the fact that I know how great his dick is, I have to stay away from him because he will have me really fucking stupid for the next few years. Like, he has the type of sex that can string a bitch along for three years. Like, my ex. My ex strung me along for three years, gave me, fed me bullshit the whole time. I knew better. I didn't want to hear the truth. I didn't want to know the truth. When I found out the truth, 
It hurt. I was heartbroken. I was devastated. And I took his dumb ass right back. It was a cycle for three years. He's the worst ex-boyfriend I've ever had. And he was never officially my boyfriend, which is really fucking crazy. So this nigga is literally him with darker skin and more hair. And I, (laughs) I want no parts. I'm like, you fucking demon. So me watching Insecure and seeing Nathan do that shit to Issa, I'm just like, man, like, ghosting does not feel good at all. Like, I don't know why niggas do it because honestly, okay, well, I could just speak for me. I don't know why niggas do it to me because I'm literally the coolest girl you will probably ever meet. Like, not even on no toot my own horn shit, not even on some delusion because people who say that are usually delusional you can ask i'm literally like one of the coolest girls like you want to bring a bitch home is she bad okay then if she's not no nigga pick a better bitch you want to lay up and smoke and watch football and talk shit i'm your girl you want to have filthy nasty we've been together 30 years even though we just met 30 days ago type of sex i'm your girl If you want to just have somebody to cook and listen to music or whatever it is, like I am, I'm literally fluid. Like I go with the flow to fuck up with me is beyond me. Like (laughs) it is really the craziest thing I think that someone could ever do. And especially in his situation, because I'm like, I don't want to be a girlfriend and you don't want a girlfriend. So this works out for you perfectly. We were already in talks of, like, having threesomes. He's never had one. My cocky ass wanted to be his first, so he would always remember that shit. Like, shit like that. And I'm like, you really just fucked that up because you can't get out of your own ass. And you think that you're more important than you really are. And you probably could be, but now we'll never know. So, shout out to B. Keep watching my IG stories. Um... I don't really know what the fuck you're looking for, but if you're listening, I definitely blocked your number. Um, And I don't care what your explanation is this time for ghosting me. Um, And on the show on Insecure, Nathan's uh, excuse was that he was going through some mental health issues, which I get. He was saying that, you know, when he goes through shit, he just shuts down and he doesn't know how to talk to people. But on the same side, we're adults. And if that is the case... It is kind of your responsibility to at least communicate that with somebody that you're dealing with. Like, the whole Nathan and Issa thing is different because, one, it's it's fucking fake. It's a fake show, but (laughs) it's a real situation. Um, But they were actually, like, building towards something. So what really got to me was when she said to him, like, I didn't ask for you to come into my life. Like, you fucking came in and ruined my shit and then you disappeared on me. Like, that's fucked up to... Come into somebody's life, unasked, unannounced, unrequested, make a little space, and disappear. Like, whether you get their hopes up or not, or whether they know what it is or not. I hate when niggas say that, like, well, you already know what it is. Whether that's the case or not, like, it's a shitty thing to do. You literally can just communicate with people and say, listen... I really fucking like, and then this is my theory. So this is my theory. I'm going to be B. And I feel like this is what he thinks. I really fucking like Jam. Like, 
This bitch is a unicorn. I don't know where she came from. I know I don't deserve her. She's fucking amazing and I want to keep her around. But I don't want a relationship because I'm not going to be here long. So I don't even want to get my hopes up. Because he phrased it as, I don't want to hurt you. Well, what the fuck do you think ghosting is doing? First of all. Second of all, don't put, don't speak for me. Say what's real. You don't want to hurt you, my nigga. You don't want to fall for me. You don't want to get your feelings attached to me knowing you can't have me the way you want to, probably. Just say that. That's a lot cooler than ghosting somebody, especially somebody dope. Like, if you would just say, I fuck with you a lot harder than I thought I would, and that shit scared the fuck out of me, so yeah, I ran, because I'm not used to that. (laughs) We be cool. We would be cool. I would probably cheat on my nigga with you. I would keep you around somewhere. But you ruined it. So now you got to eat that. And then the second, I had another guy say it to me that I had literally probably just started talking to. That was, I said, I forgot what I said about um, wanting to see him or going on a date or something. Like, I literally call everything a date. So if I say let's go on a date, it means nothing. Like, I wish niggas would shut the fuck up about dates. Like, if, if you say date around a man, it's like they have a heart attack. <clears throat> but I said something about it. He was like, yeah, I'm not really the relationship type. Like, I kind of just want us to be business partners and friends. Whatever. I don't even have time, nor do I care enough. And I'm like, I don't want a relationship. I don't know if I need to put it on my fucking forehead but I'm literally okay. Like, you niggas are not as great as you think you are. Y'all are not the fucking prize, for one. Two, it's not that deep. Like, you literally have great dick, and that's probably it. And now that I see that you're trash, I know that's it. So, fucking relax. Like, I just can't stand it. What else do I have for you guys? Um, oh, I have some questions also. Um, I probably should get into those. Oh, I was requested to talk about one thing. Um, I don't get into politics, but my good friend Will did tell me to spread the word. So he said to me to talk about how the Secretary of State Brian Kemp is collaborating with known neo-Nazi Chris Kobach to unregister hundreds of thousands of minority voters so that he wins the upcoming election. And he used the GBI to intimidate a nonprofit that was registering voters um, in this upcoming election. Everyone needs to vote so he doesn't win. And then he goes, "Some he's the same guy. Oh, this guy is blatantly stealing our right to free elections. Same guy who rode around in the school bus painted as an ICE deportation bus that said, send them back on it. So anyways, um, this guy, Brian Kemp, is a piece of shit. And he's literally um, under investigation for unregistering at least 700,000 minority voters in Georgia. So what we need to do, and I never um, get into politics um, because I just, I don't know. I kind of am with the whole my vote doesn't matter thing, and I'm wrong. I know that I'm wrong about it. I know that every vote counts and my vote does matter. Um, But I just, you know, want to know what's what. But we all need to make sure that we're still registered and or re-register online 
Uh, Will says that the last day to vote is October 9th. So you need to go online and make sure that you haven't been unregistered, which I think is fucking crazy that you can go and unregister people to vote. Um, so he's being sued right now. And it says here he used a racially biased mythology methodology. Wow, I'm retarded for removing as many as 700,000 legitimate voters from the state's voter rolls over the past two years. The suit claims that the Secretary of State's office has now sent, oh, has not sent notice of the removal to voters. Wow. Okay, so they will publish a database containing each of the names of the voters removed since 2017 so that you can re-register before October 9th. So re-registered, he called it a purge list also, which I knew. So when we got Trump in office, well, I should say y'all, when y'all got Trump in office, um, and those purge movies were coming out back to back. I had a feeling that some, <sighs> I hate, I hate to be racist, racist because I have some white friends that I love, but whew. <laughs> but I knew that there were going to be those who took that shit serious. So he called it a purge list. He's literally trying to get rid of our vote, which is our voice. And then eventually they'll just get rid of us, which they're already doing. Um, so you guys just need to go and make sure you register to vote. Um, I had some questions here. Let me see. Oh, I did have, okay. So someone asked me on IG what it took to get my, it said, what does one need to do to capture your value time and space? So, um, I'm glad that you asked that question because it doesn't take much. I'm honestly so easy to please that I would be considered a basic bitch on Twitter or a pick me, but I'm very easy to please. And it's like, I literally just want reciprocity. If I fuck with you the way you want me to, or the way you would like for me to, all I ask is that you just give that back. Like if I'm fucking with you, just fuck with me back. Like don't take advantage of it. Um, don't be shitty. Don't be a fuck nigga. Like, be consistent. If you're going to be one way one day, you got to be like that the next day. Like, this whole shit would be like, one day you can't be, um, you can stay at my house and sleep in my bed while I'm fucking gone at work for the next six hours. And then the next day be like, oh, whoa, <laughs> you're asking too many questions. I don't want to be your boyfriend. I'll be gone for the next week. Like, you can't do that. I feel like that's shitty. That's not consistent. Um... You have to make me laugh. I'm a pretty funny person by myself, so you have to be equally funny, if not funnier, which is tough. I haven't met a funnier nigga than me. Like, me and the guys that I date are usually on the same playing field of funny. I'm trying to think if there's anyone funnier than I am. And the answer is no. So, there's that. Um... You have to be able to teach me something like put me on to something, um, show me some shit about business. Um, you know, like just I, I think that's sexy. Like I think it's sexy when a man can teach me something, especially um, something completely new, like just really open my eyes to something completely brand new, like show me new things and I'll love you forever. Um and then, of course, you know, just be positive and be motivating and encouraging. Like, I have a lot of stress on me right now. 
um, and just in general, in dealing with mental health stuff, I have really, really, really bad days and, and periods of darkness. So it's like, I don't need someone who is negative because it'll just magnify the shit that I already have going on. Um, and it would just make me feel worse. So like, just don't fucking do that. And I think that's some, I think that's, you know, that's pretty much it. Like that's really all I would want for, or that's really all someone would need to do to capture my attention. But again, like I said, and I don't know how many times I have to say it, I'm not looking for anything. So it is what it is. Um, and I got another question. My friend says, why the fuck are you always walling? Um, Because I can. Like, I answered this the other day. But because I can, just simple as that. And life is too short. And I just don't take anything super, super serious anymore because... I've learned through life and I've been shown that shit can be gone like that. And honestly, the minute you get attached to some shit, that's usually when it does leave. So um, I pretty much just I'm a free spirit in every aspect of my life with work, with where I live. If, you know, this got taken away from me tomorrow, it's it's fine. I really I couldn't care any any more than I do now because it would kill me, honestly. So it's like. I have to be one of those people that kind of don't give a fuck about things. Um, It's bad and it's good, but I mean, it's good for me because it keeps my stress level down because at the end of the day, I still care um, to a certain degree because I have a child, but with certain things that are completely out of my control, if they were to change tomorrow, I mean, I could only care so much. I can't control it. So, um, to answer your question, I'm always wilding because why not? Life is short. Might as well. Um, and then I got another question today that said, what's the hardest thing in life for you to find balance with? That is a good one because that's honestly my biggest challenge is trying to find balance. I often feel off. I often feel like I'm unbalanced. Um, being a I don't like the term single mother because her dad is active in her life I'm just a single woman raising a child so being a primary parent that's a better one there we go being a primary parent um being the most emotionally and financially sound in my immediate family is a lot because If I have to say no to my grandma or my mom or somebody, it's like I'm the worst person in the world because they can't do shit for themselves, apparently. Like, my grandmother can, but whatever. Um, Being in the car business is a fucking ulcer in itself. Running my own business, hashtag glow, and having this podcast and the ideas that are in my head constantly of other things that I want to do, it's a lot. Um, and so it's hard balancing being a mother and a friend and an employee and being self-employed and, you know, trying to date. Um, I am actually trying to date right now. Like, not trying to date, but I'm kind of, I don't know if I would say I'm dating. 
feel like if I say that I'm dating this nigga, he's going to ghost me too. So I'm not dating, but I went on a date and I met someone. No, reverse. I met someone and I went on a date. Uh, And he's super amazing. And I don't want to gush right now because I'll ruin it because I'm an idiot. And I'll also jinx it and I don't want to. Um, And, you know, I mean, he can be amazing right now and be trash after we have sex, like B, I don't know, but, uh, it's hard trying to find balance, period, because I want to hang out with my friends on the weekends, and go to brunch, and go out, and have a social life, and do things with my daughter, but I have to work, or I want to get up, and go to the gym, and have a trainer, and do all these things for me, But I can't because I either have to work or get her ready for school or because I'm just fucking broke. Or I want to travel and and do things with a significant other. But niggas are stupid for one. And two, I don't have a significant other. You know, or I want to be super, super successful at work and super focused and just a top salesman. But again, too many variables. So it's like it's really hard when you don't have... A flexible enough schedule like my my work schedule is flexible enough like I kind of make it work but it's not ideal and the ideal schedule that and, and the schedule that is ideal that job doesn't pay what my hectic job pays because with me selling cars of course I kind of make my own checks so there's no cap on how much I can earn I can make two grand a month or I can make 10 grand a month. Whereas the job that is, you know, nine to five and no weekends off is probably capped out at about 2,500 to three grand a month, which is not enough for the lifestyle that I um, want to have. It's not enough for the lifestyle I have now. Shit. Like that would keep me right where I'm at. So it's like, okay, your nights and weekends are free, but bitch, you're broke. So you can't do the shit you want to do anyways. You might as well just stay where you're at so you can at least enjoy some of the fruits of your labor. Like, I haven't been able to record recently because I just haven't had the time or the energy. I've just been fucking exhausted. Um, I haven't been having a good month with hashtag glow. It's been pretty slow. And I'm not even able to release the new products I want because I haven't been able to do the new marketing stuff that I want to do for the new products. And, you know, I don't have ass do anything. So <sighs> it's just a lot. Like my money was fucked up from August and September. Those were the months that I really, really needed it not to be because my daughter went back to school. I got a car again. So it's like, that's the month I needed to be popping. And I wanted to have shit done by this month, which I'm not going to, but at the end of the day, um, I'm a lot more balanced now than I used to be. Um, And I have no problem saying no to things now. So if there's something that's going to absolutely throw me off or something that's going to absolutely be like me going out of my way to do, I just simply won't do it. And I don't explain myself about it. Um, And I don't beat myself up about it either. Like today I had a whole list of shit to do. I did one, two, three, four four of of the seven things to do and I'm about to do the fifth one um well I'm gonna do that in the morning so yeah so I did four of the seven and two 
I can do tomorrow morning before I go to work. Um, but I wasn't about to beat myself up that I couldn't get everything done. Like, cause you know, I do feel like there is balance. It's like, okay, I was at least 80% productive. And I also managed to kind of rest and relax because people have been pissing me off all day. Like I've had, <laughs> I've had a stressful day since 630 this morning. It started with oversleeping and having to take my daughter to school because we both slept through our alarms. And from then, it's just been nonstop shitty. Like, I feel like the more I work on my attitude and my temper, the more people try me. And I don't really know why. I'm not the type of person that you want to have as an enemy. Um, I don't do a lot of arguing. I'm not... um, I'm not big on fighting. Like, I don't really believe in fighting. I feel like it's petty. Um, I feel like I'm too cute to fight because I feel like somebody's going to, like, mess up my face because I'm beautiful. So I'm not going to do that. But it's like, um, I don't really know my threshold. Like, I'm crazy. And (laughs) I know I am. So I can't afford to argue and be pissed off by people. So I've been just working on shutting the fuck up, to put it simple. Um... But I do know why I have been feeling extremely unbalanced is because I have not been meditating and working out consistently because those two things keep me really level. Like working out lets me release all of my frustrations. I can just take it out on the treadmill. I could just take it out on the weights, which is a bad idea because I'd be sore as fuck the next day because I just went Hulk because I was pissed. But like today, I went back to the gym for the first time after being gone for like a month. And I was gone for different reasons. Like the first week I missed because I had a horrible cold that I thought was going to be a sinus infection. But it was really my allergies because I had started smoking uh, more often. So it bothered me so much so that I could barely breathe. And I just thought I was going to die. And then once that cleared up, well, that actually happened for like two weeks. Like that was pretty bad. Um, And I guess it was just my body getting used to me smoking. So, um, and my stupid ass wasn't going to stop smoking to not die. Like (laughs) my friends were like, you can just get edibles. If you're allergic to smoke, like don't smoke, just eat edibles. I'm not spending $30 for one Rice Krispie treat when that's an eighth. I'm not doing it. I'm just going to smoke and take Claritin. So that's what I've been doing. Um, and it's, it's better now. Like it's, I'm kind of like back to normal now, but, um, then once that cleared up, The next week, I fucking pulled a muscle in my neck, which was really weird. It was like a freak accident because I literally wasn't doing shit but sitting at my desk putting on my makeup. And, well, I was cleaning my face to put on my makeup. So I wasn't jumping around. I wasn't moving around. I wasn't doing anything insane where I should have pulled a muscle in my neck. But I did. That had me out for about a week because I couldn't turn my head. Um... So what was at the third week and then the fourth week, I just wasn't motivated to go. Um, I just was eating like shit. Work was stressful as fuck. Um, and I just didn't feel like going. So I missed an entire month working out. And so today when I went back, um, it killed me, but it felt good. Like I still ran my mile in less than 10 minutes. So that was great. And I, again, I was, I was frustrated. So I was really killing it when I was running. Um, I lifted. I realized I forgot how to squat, which is really fucking dumb. But 
whatever we'll get there um so that usually helps me release and I feel better after I leave the gym and then also the meditation and reading my bible and doing my devotion helps me be balanced because it just helps me put everything into perspective that there's a higher power and control and whatever I can't handle they can and I say they because I um believe in God. I don't know if I'm Christian because I grew up Baptist. I don't know this difference, but I guess, yeah, I'm Christian. Um, I believe in the Lord Jesus Christ or whatever. I don't really get into religion, but I believe in God. But at the same time, I meditate and I like aspects of other religions. Like I like, I like Buddhists and how calm they are and what their whole religion represents. Um, I like meditating. I like having my crystals. I like reading about the different suns and Venus and shit and the moon cycle. And I I like all that weird shit. And I also like to pray and read my Bible. So I feel like I have like two angels now. Like I have God and well, I think real Christians say it's three of them. This father, father, son, and the Holy Spirit. My great-grandmother would kill me for not remembering that right now. But, yeah, so I have them. And then I have my Buddhas and, you know, um, my Ganesh tattoo that my very, very Christian ex-boyfriend told me not to get because it was anti-Christ. Whatever, it's not. But, you know, I have, I'm, I'm covered. So it's like if one of them doesn't get the message, the other one will. So if my prayer goes to voicemail, I feel like, the meditation is a text message. You know what I mean? So I definitely have to get back into that because me not doing that anymore or not feeling like doing it is a problem. Um, and it has definitely been made present. And I have felt a difference like in my life because when I don't meditate and I don't pray and I don't release and give everything to God and whoever else like I'm supposed to, I hold all that in. And I just feel like shit about it. So um, I've been working to get back to that. But that's, I mean, I, I just, I balance things, I guess, to sum it up. I balance things now by prioritizing. If it's not something that I can change immediately, I definitely don't worry about it. Um, if it's not something I immediately need to do, I definitely don't worry about it. I get to it when I get to it. Um and if it doesn't make me feel good to do it, I don't care if it gets done or not. Like a person, for example, um, like that date, that date with the with the weirdo guy. If I wanted to and I wanted to stay out all night with him and then go to work, I could have. But because it didn't make me feel good to do that, I just didn't. For me, that's balance. Balance is going out on a date. Staying for an hour, getting your drink, getting your food, having your little hugs and talks and going home and getting in bed and getting up on time for work the next day so you can be mentally and emotionally ready for the day. Like for me, that's balance. Balance for me is taking my me time. It is knowing that I need to sit in the tub and listen to music and sing until I feel better. It's getting in my car and smoking a whole blunt by myself for no reason other than I had a stressful day and I deserve it. It's 
wanting to go out with your friends, but knowing you need to sit your ass at home because you either broke or you're just in a shitty mood and you need to be by yourself. Or the opposite, knowing that you need to go out because you're in a shitty mood. Like for me, balance is just doing what feels good. And I guess, I guess that was some of that. I don't know. But um, other than that, I kind of just need you guys to, I don't know. Like, I just don't know what I'm supposed to be doing right now. And maybe I will find out. Like, I don't know about the podcast. There's days that I say I'm I'm going to just not do the podcast anymore. And it's just like my heart's not in it 100%. The same with hashtag glow. My heart's not in it 100%. The same with selling cars. My heart's not in it. Like, I don't know what I want to do. Um, and I don't know if I just feel like that because... Maybe because of the shitty months I've had that I've been unable to do things how I want to. Like, I haven't been able to really go hard with Hashtag Glow and do my products and buy more stuff, um, more materials. Like, I want to and really kill a fall shoot like I want to. Um, And maybe with the podcast, I haven't had the time to sit down and talk when I needed to. So when the moment passes, I kind of just like, eh, whatever. Or maybe I just feel like no one really cares what I'm saying. I don't know. But I don't know. I I get in these little funks where I don't really know what I'm supposed to be doing. But I guess I'm okay. I don't know. I've talked to you guys' heads off long enough. Um, Wish me luck with Nube. He is nine years older than me a foot taller than me and he's a goddamn Capricorn so listen that chocolate skin and that beard I already know he's gonna be hell I already know the sex is gonna be bomb because he's a Capricorn that's one thing they do good they have good sex but they're trash um and he's older which I'm happy about like our conversations are completely different and the way he carries himself is completely different. So I, I actually really like this guy. Like, if this went somewhere, I would be happy. I wouldn't um, be opposed to it. Um, other than that, if you guys see B, tell him to stop watching my IG stories before I pull up and spit on him. And stay unghosted. Don't let these niggas ghost you. You are the fucking prize, okay? Like, I'm serious. When you post your next selfies, you better gash yourself the fuck up. And you better shout me out and say this is for you, Jam. (laughs) Because I'm going to be watching. But I just want to thank you guys for listening and letting me get this shit off my chest. And I hope that something I said helped. I don't really know if it did. I really just needed to vent and talk. But if it did help, that's great. If it didn't help, I got you on the next episode.